Shall we begin? You are listening to Slice Radio, helping you slice through the noise and to better connect with the people most important to your business. Slice Radio is made possible by Simple Mind Inc., a consultancy that makes the value of complex businesses crystal clear. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Michael Taylor. Good morning and welcome to Slice Radio. I am your host, Todd Schneck, joined by my friend and colleague, Michael Taylor. Good morning, sir. Great to be with you as always. Good morning. I'm really looking forward. This is the inaugural episode of our new show, Slice Radio, episode one entitled, Your Brain is a Lazy Piece of Meat. This promises to be quite interesting for sure. But Michael, before we go there, tell people a little bit about the show. Why are we producing this? Well, there are two things we need in this world to get anything done. And one is other human beings, and two is the ability to connect with them. You know, whether we we need an idea people need to support, whether we're selling something, whether we need new customers, support a cause, you name it. Communication is a skill that we really need to do well to make that happen, and that's why we're here. That's what this show is all about, is to help people do that a lot better. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, a lot of complex messaging out there that really confuses the marketplace. And we're going to, throughout the duration of the show and the next couple of episodes, are promising to be really, really interesting in, in terms of teaching us these communication skills. So it's going to be fascinating. All right. Well, as I said, episode one is your brain is a lazy piece of meat. That gets my attention, Michael. What do you mean by that? Well, our brain, in order to function properly, needs to be very selective. And the reason is it's got the equivalent of about a 40-watt light bulb, and um, despite our computer's RAM changing and doubling every couple of years, our brains are fundamentally unchanged for, I don't know, the last 100,000 years. So the amount of data coming at us has increased a hundredfold, but yet the capacity of our brains to absorb information has not changed. So it becomes very selective, and it becomes very overwhelmed. And there's something that neuroscientists call cognitive threshold, which is something if anyone wants to do a great job in communication, you really need to understand how the brain works first before you learn any tactics or techniques. Because if you don't get that, you're just going to have a misfire. So the basics. Out of all the neuroscience you could study, really the main thing that they all agree on is that the brain is limited. And it's limited by how much it can absorb at any one time. You know, there are many reasons for that, you know, not being eaten, (laughs) for one, or eating, right, in the jungle. Because thinking about it, Michael, thinking about all the corporate communications I see and presentations I watch and videos I see and websites I peruse, it didn't sound like, it didn't seem like most of these communicators understand the concept of cognizant threshold. I mean, they're, they're inundating us with an awful lot of information. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I find, I work with a lot of consultants, okay? I love consultants. I am a consultant. They're my peer and friends. At the same time, I'm hard on them because most of the time I'll see the setup to the conversation exceeding the cognitive threshold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see people getting tired just at the windup because there's, there's about to be a lot of stuff coming. And so you're right. In corporate America, we are wasting billions of hours of time plying people with information they cannot absorb. So what happens? When we have too much information, we have more than, say, three to five bits that we need to be left with. We start getting tired. Have you ever had that? Oh, yes. Why do we get tired? I I get tired if somebody's droning on. Physically getting tired. Physically getting tired. Even though our brain's a 40-watt light bulb, it uses a lot of glucose and energy, and it really does tap us physically to try 
to wind our brains. Have you ever heard a computer fan go on when you're doing a lot of application? Mm -hmm. That's what our brain does. We get tired. If we don't get tired, we start thinking about other things because we go, I can't go with this. I don't know where this person's going. They've lost me already. All right. So just to recap here, Michael, before we go to break, this idea of cognitive threshold means that we can only absorb how many things? Is like three to five? Is that what you said? On average, three to five. And I say that because different neuroscience say different things. A maximum of seven, but most people can only take away three to four. But the key point here is it's not a hundred, like everyone else seems to be. Not a hundred. All right. Michael and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. Simple Mind helps companies and leaders convey complex ideas with force and clarity. The harder your offerings are to explain, understand, or sell, the more value we bring. We are communication experts, designers, facilitators, writers, and digital specialists. We'll help you deliver your story and ideas with force consistently in your sales presentations, through your website, through social channels, and in your electronic and print materials. Over 100 of the world's top companies have relied on Simple Mind to energize customers, new markets, and teams through improved communications. Learn more at simplemindinc.com. That's simplemindinc.com. All right, Tachnik back with Michael Taylor, Slice Radio, Episode 1. Your brain is a lazy piece of meat. All right, so we talked about cognitive threshold, Michael, top half of the show. So you made a clear point. You ought to be sharing three to five pieces of meaningful information with an audience. But I have hundreds of things I want to say and communicate. How do I deal with that? Well, the good news is, is although our brain is very selective, it does know how to cluster details around things that it cares about. Okay, things that, especially things that have an emotional stake, right? And emotions can be fear, any type of emotion. I'm very connected to this topic. So if you do a good job and understand what those three to five things, really three things, need to be, those emotional hot buttons, you do have license and you are upping your chances that those details are going to be absorbed. For example, you know, you go to, an example of clustering would be you go to Starbucks. Let's say I have a laundry list of things with how I like my coffee. I like skim milk. I like it with whipped cream. I like it this way and that way. And then I have a familiar person who knows me, cares about me, and I can say the usual. And that person understands like a script, right? Anybody that knows codes, it's like a script. You do one command and it sets off a series. Our brains can do that, but they don't do it for things they don't care about. So you have to be very selective, but clustering can happen. So think about that. When you have your hundred ideas, put 10 around one to three big ones, that type of thing. Got it. All right. So the key to this working, I mean, so I understand that the brain can group lists, but it has to be, just to reiterate, it has to be around a clear idea that has real meaning, right? That's or, right. as you said, it can be very emotional. That's right. Well, ideally, it should be emotional. And you know, in business, we just hate to talk about emotions. Well, this isn't emotional. This is business. Uh, please. Wait, really? If your language is stripped of humanity, see how well you can sell anything. Okay. Well, I'm thinking about what you said at the top of the show when you introduced the series that you need two things. You need humans and the ability to connect with them. And so emotion is how you do that, yeah? That's right. And you know what? There's a big difference between being comprehensive and connecting, all right? And that's why I use the word connect. And I work with a lot of consultants. I mentioned that. They're smart people and they pretty much know the hundred things that need to get done. But being comprehensive in a short period of time is less important than connecting, in that period of time. And connecting is where you're addressing that person on that day, how they feel, 
how it is to be that person on that day. And that's kind of a higher bar for how you're yeah. focusing. I have to ask the obvious question, Michael. So I'm getting the idea of this cognitive threshold and that my brain can only absorb a few things at a time. And I understand my brain can cluster or group meaningful bits of information, but how do I actually apply that? I mean, and what are the lessons learned from that? Okay, well, let me just give you an example. Let's say presentation. Start strong. What I see is people will often in the corporate environment build slowly up to their point, right? So they cross the you know, the cognitive threshold in about two and a half minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes later, they're on their whatever part of their list. Uh, everybody's playing fantasy football, doing their shopping list, or, or upset, right? I mean, I've seen people get upset, meetings going, are we, uh, what are we doing? This is a waste of time. So start strong. Why? Because your, your brain needs to grab onto something so that this cluster of things about to come to them that they care enough That's the about. trigger, right? I mean, that's that the starting trigger. strong is the trigger to the brain to say, this is something worth clustering. That's right. Okay. Start strong. That's why story is so powerful, right? And by story, I don't mean cinematic. You know, if you're in a sales presentation, this isn't cinema. On the other hand, there is a future state, right? There is a place of movement you're going to bring your client overall. All the stuff we're talking about is about you moving from where you are today and me talking about the picture of tomorrow and making that clear. That is a story of sorts, right? We're at the low point on this point. This is the high point. This is how it'll look. This is the low point. This is the awful place we are today. And this is what it looks like tomorrow. That's a basic story, right? And those are big, emotional, meaningful swings. We're going to execute an align change management program starting with one Hire a program man, you know, and then boom, but go, you go through these objective details, we get lost in it. Yeah, gosh. I'm just thinking of all the times, Michael, that I've been successfully sold something. It's probably because that salesman understood the ideas of cognitive threshold and clustering and started strong with their, with their sales pitch. Right. And that's what ultimately got me excited, got my brain thinking along the right way. All right. Fascinating stuff. Uh, this is going to be a fun series, Michael. I, I promise I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, sadly, it's all the time we have for today. Stay tuned for episode two next week. Think big, talk simple. Michael, before we go, where can people contact you should they have questions? Well, probably the best way is my email address. It's michael.taylor at simplemindinc, M-I-C-H-A-E-L dot T-A-Y-L-O-R at simplemindinc.com. And you can go to the website and contact on there too, simplemindinc.com. All right. On behalf of my co-host, Michael Taylor, I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you next week on Slice Radio.